How's it going, guys? Just watched a few trailers and had some things to say about them, and that's really the best time to, or really the only time to podcast, is when you have opinions you want to share about something and know, like, living human beings around you to share it with. <laughs> so I saw the Titans uh, trailer, which, in all honesty, I'd been kind of avoiding for fear of having an adverse reaction, and that's it's like exactly what happened. It looks so bad. It's just so unfortunate. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the Teen Titans is a DC Comics group, uh, a team, of teenage uh, superheroes or anti-heroes, sort of a mix of them. It was a comic, uh, popular in the sort of silver and bronze age, maybe just bronze age, actually. You had a, an amazing fucking TV show, kind of anime-esque cartoon, that was one of those really rich and well-fleshed-out shows because it, you know, it actually offered you, like, a continuing plot line and sort of episodic adventures that that gave you the credit for having watched episodes, and there wasn't that huge amount of hand-holding needed with, like... Like, they could have a recap, but they could build a, a three- or four-episode-long storyline and, you know, trust that you'd be able to follow along, which was cool. Justice League had that as well. Uh... Batman, well, no, not Batman. Justice League had that. Anyway, uh, Titans was great. Um, then they had Teen Titans Go, which was a couple years ago, the show came back in a very adjusted format, which was sort of like 50% worse animation in terms of it's suddenly kind of childish and lower budget, but 100% more humor and inside DC jokes. And I've had episodes about Teen Titans Go. I'm a big fan. And I was... Uh, I was hardline against it when it came out because I liked the original and the source material so much. But now they won me over. And uh, when you have when you have a show like Titans, there's an expectation because people are familiar with the characters and people love the characters. So the core teammates in all this is always Cyborg, who's a it's in the name. He's a cyborg. He's a football high school student named Victor Stone, who I, I think the Titans sometimes mess with his backstory, but I usually go with the accepted Justice League one, where his dad was working at Star Labs with some sort of, like, apocalypse tech infused with him and cyborg. And then there's Raven, who's, like, a teenage girl, but also the host of an extremely powerful demonic force, because... uh her father is a super powerful demon named Trigon. I think he's like the devil, but 100 feet tall and with six eyes and antlers. Starfire is like this, um, I'm going to, like sexy orange space princess, I guess you could call it. She's just like a silly out of, out of this, you know, not from around here type wonderment. And like, she's always wearing skimpy clothes and she learns new languages by making out with people. It's <laughs> an actual thing from the sh uh, from actually yeah the show and the comic. Um, who else? Beast Boy, who's usually the comic relief, uh, him and Cyborg, I guess, depending on who's writing it. Uh, he's goofy. His, his name's Garth Logan. He's uh, depending on if he's either like an alien or it's a blood transfusion that gave him powers from a Martian or. He learned. I don't know. There's a lot of different explanations, but he can shapeshift into any animal. But he's always green, and the animals are always green. 
And he's funny. He's like lighthearted. He's a vegan. It's it's a good time. Um, was never apparent that that would be good in live action. I'm just saying, like somebody should have thought along the way that that power is gonna look really like uh, in a movie. Maybe movies have a budget to animate things, but a TV show is not gonna consistently be able to animate somebody who's changing in all kinds of fucking animals and doing stuff. But anyway, um. You have the leader. I saved the best for last, in my opinion. I obviously, maybe have a bit of a bias, but uh, you have Robin. Uh, so it's commonly accepted. Dick Grayson is the the Robin we're dealing with. Sometimes I think Teen Titans Go mentions uh, Tim Tim Drake, but uh, they have an episode where it's all the Robins, which is hilarious. You can see Jason and stuff. But the Teen Titans uh, main stay Robin was Dick Grayson at the beginning and then later I think Tim would come in but in the show Titans it's Dick again so he's Robin I mean I like to use the expression if I was to ask my parents or I was specifically ask my mom because my dad's a douche so if I was to ask my mom who's uh, Robin like you probably know Dick Grayson she'll just know the original like the OC Robin from from stuff and from movies and things not gonna know like Carrie Kelly and Damian Wayne and shit, but so you have the Robin that everyone knows. Sorry, I'm playing an extremely loud Call of Duty match, being yelled at in German. I really don't like that in this game they make you play the Germans. I mean, I like the D-Day level the most in this game, and it really sucks that when you lose, you have to play it from the German perspective. I usually just quit out at that point, because I don't hate freedom, but anyway, you have Robin that everyone knows and loves, and it's cool because you get to see his perspective as not just away from Batman, but also a leader in his own right, and he and Batman always sort of differ on dedication and secrecy levels and hardcoreness and stuff, and growling and scowling and stuff. So they all come together, that's the team. Uh, I don't think it really ever varies. I mean, a couple, like, one-time visit people, but... Um, the show Titans that I just saw a trailer for looked like the worst fucking... Just... I don't want to be too mean, because I know there's already like some massive internet hate train about this show, and it's not about that. I just I don't understand why they're, they're doing some of the things they're doing. First and foremost, I mean, which sucks the most, is that I, I love Beast Boy, but he just looks terrible. I mean, you don't have the budget to make it look good. The tiger that he was being in the show, and that's all from the same episode, in which case... Okay, but it's probably only going to turn into one or two animals because they're only going to have the budget, and the animals that he's turning into clearly look like shit. So, yeah. Uh, I know everyone's hating on Starfire, and I'm not a big fan of the way the look is in the show, but not for the hateful reasons that everyone's saying. I just, I pictured her as being very clearly an alien. I, I, I think the actress that we have in the show looks very human, obviously, and I think what I really wanted out of a Starfire is, like, an, an orange alien. Not it's not a skin color thing. It's that it's decidedly not a human. She has like, I think like huge luminescent green eyes, and I think she has like some sort of alien marks. And I'm not sure. I don't know. But she in in the Teen Titans show in the comics, and I was a big fan of Red Hood and the Outlaws, and I, I'm a big fan of Starfire as a character. Coriander's is really funny, and she adds a lot to the dynamic. And I just I'm not sure if I was seeing that in what they were offering in the show. Uh, but to her credit, I wasn't really seeing that with Raven either. I mean, they, you see her use her powers once, and maybe it was cool, but I don't know. I think 
it was pretty close to the mark. I, that might be just something that came off kind of shaky in the trailer, but um, they're they're ravens, you know. It just seems uh, like maybe they're not grasping who the character is, and they're going to lean it the wrong way. Um, Robin looked really good. Uh, <laughs> don't want to come out with that kind of accusation that that's the only thing that I find pleasing about it. But the truth is, I would have... My first thought was, why did they not just make this a Robin show? He's being weighed down by other characters. The, the guy who plays Dick Grayson looks great for the part. Clearly, like, they're doing the story right. Uh, they, we saw glimpses enough of Bruce and of mentions of GCPD and Batman to, like, flesh him out but still understand. You know, he's a standalone character that we now know the backstory of, but it, we can really grow with him in a different way. Like, we know it's the same Robin. Oh, he knows Batman. We, you know, we get that. But now we can actually see what he's like on his own. And it looked cool in the show. The fighting looked cool. Um, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything. I don't want to go across too negative. It just seemed to really lack positives. It seemed like the Robin stuff was cool, but obviously it's not his solo show. And all the other characters, in one way or another, I hope we get a better-looking trailer or something, because very low expectation. Um, yeah, but check out Teen Titans Go. <laughs> it's always quality. So there's a Sabrina show I just saw a trailer for, the, I think, Grim Adventures of Sabrina or something, or the Spooky Adventures. I'm not made of stone, I'll admit, that looks pretty cute. Um, I was a big fan of the Sabrina show, the, the live-action one, with, uh, I forget her name, I think Melissa or something, I don't know. A really good show. I used to watch that after school like continuously all the time. Love the ants. Hilda and Zelda, I think. But I also love the cartoon, actually. There was a, in Toronto anyway, I don't know, probably other major cities, there was like this Sabrina the Teenage Witch animated cartoon where... There was like this spooky spell jar on the fridge that gave them missions or something. It was like a really good show. I don't know. And I was really into that Archie verse, we'll call it. Because I was reading like Archie and so they, you know, they set up Sabrina and the, were they Pussycat? No, the Josie and the Pussycats. The Pussycat dolls are a different band. Um, so that show looks funny. It looks like it's going to be extremely dark and I get that with the pentagram and the title and the name that that's the goal, but Sabrina was great because it was an extremely lovable, lighthearted comedy. I really hope we're not getting some, like, grimdark witch tales. Because I saw in the, the fucking signing blood contracts to Baphomet in the forest and shit. It looked very strange. I remember, like, oh, I can't decide whether to wash my cauldron or go on a date with Harvey. Like, not, I can't decide not to be naked in the woods or something. Like, I, you know, it's, I hope it's still funny. We'll see. I think it was, uh, I recognize the actress, uh, so, I mean, she's probably in something, so that's a good sign, right? Uh, anything else? What was the third one? Oh, I definitely saved the best for last. The Sherlock and Watson movie that I just saw a trailer for is hilarious. So, I'm gonna just leave it kind of vague like that in the title, because that's how I came upon it. I thought uh, I was in the middle of drinking my coffee. I thought it was just a, I don't know, either some foreign film take on it, or maybe there's a new, I don't know, I didn't know what to think. I couldn't really see who was in the thumbnail. 
But it's like in the exact same vein as Step Brothers. It's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley doing a Sherlock Holmes and Watson film, and it just looks like extremely funny. It has a I have a bit of a problem that halfway through the trailer it becomes apparent they're they're gonna riff a lot from the Robert Downey Jr. movies and the whole like uh, when he you know scientifically calls the angles and the trajectories of things and step by step. There's definitely gonna be a lot of that. There's gonna be a lot of like extremely stupid jokes because they have like a selfie joke in there. But the t- it is so funny. Not only is it funny because they make everything funny with their their sort of dual comedic presence, but it's really funny to see a movie that kind of takes the piss out of him a little bit. Because I was thinking, uh, I've always had this this argument with a friend of mine about who the greatest literary detective is, and I obviously maintain that it's Batman, and he, actually she, sorry, insists that it's uh, Sherlock Holmes. And this, I think, is nice because you see Lego Batman, and you see Batman in the Lego movie, and you see how funny it is when you have a character that's this established and this serious and intellectual, and when it's taken down a level and it's taken down to uh, those jokes, it, it's funny and it really highlights the character too. So I think it, it's great. You're going to get, you know, you have the Benedict Cumberbatch extremely serious TV show, and you have the two really good movies. First, well, the TV show was really good too, to its credit. I haven't seen it, but the. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. movies, both of them I, I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, but he's always the same. I mean, he's on that shelf, and it just it's funny to see a, a comedic piece with that. And it, I think to the, the trailer is to the tune of The Boys Are Back in Town. So, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, oh, man. You should check it out. Um, I'm going to keep the video short today. And uh, truthfully, the reason... Uh, I decided to make one in the first place was I had just got some news of uh, my great uncle passing away, and I know nobody cares or obviously even knows him, but I thought it'd be a nice chance to say that he was a great guy. I only met him a handful of times uh, over the years. This is my grandma's brother, but he was an extremely fun dude. He was actually the MC of my parents' wedding. He was just like an extremely outrageous, outspoken Scottish guy, and. Uh, so, I don't know, communications have uh, been strained with my grandmother via my dad, because we beefing, but I called her to say my condolences, but still, to, uh, to his memory, though, it's a good guy. So, thanks for listening, guys, and I will catch you next time.